Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And this is Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And we're coming at you today with the, with nothing but the whole truth, the truth and nothing but the truth. All right. Uh, today today I have a, a guest on the line with me, Miss Karen, and she's going to uh, tell us about some of the things that uh, that they're going to be doing. And, uh, and, and, and before we get into the radio broadcast, let us get into a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for this day because this is the day which you have made. You say that we are to rejoice and be exceedingly glad therein. So today, dear Heavenly Father, we come rejoicing. We come thanking you, regardless to what our situation is, Lord, regardless to whether we're up, to whether we're down. Father God, we thank you for this day. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory. And Father God, we give you all the praise in the name of Yahshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank God. Father God, let this radio broadcast go out and touch the hearts of those that you have targeted for it to touch. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen, and thank amen. God. Amen. Hey, you know, I'm going to come out of the book of Daniel because I'm talking about the end times, and we've been talking about the end times, you know, since this since we started this year. Last year we were talking about uh, Genesis, the 15th chapter talking about uh, how God had prepared, had told Abram that uh, that his people were going to go into captivity for 400 years, but at the end of that 400 years, how God was going to bring his people out. And this year we're talking about the end time uh, ministry and what we're going to see in the last days. And a lot of the things that we're seeing, as, as, as I'm going to read to you in the book of Daniel, the... Uh, 12th chapter, uh, you'll see that a lot of the things that God says is going to be happening in the end times, well, we're living in them right now, and these very same things are happening right now. Okay, let me read the um, Daniel chapter 12. I'll read the first three verses. Daniel chapter 12, and it came, and at that time shall Michael, we're talking about the archangel Michael, Stand up, the great prince, standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble, and we're living in a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered every one that shall be found written in the book. 
and many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Third verse, and they that be wise shall shine as brightness of of the firmaments, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. This is the reading of the book of Daniel, the 12th chapter, the first through the third verse. And uh, and we see a lot of those things that I just read to you. We see those things are coming to pass right now, right before our eyes. All right. All right. Karen, tell us about yourself and, uh, and tell us about uh, Janicia and, and, uh, and what we got going on right now. All right, uh, Radio Land. This is Karen and um, Janicia um, and I have put together, um, it's called Be For Me, and with her project that she's doing, she likes to um, get the little young ladies and put something in their mind, in their character, and um, she designed the little tutus and, you know, get the young ladies together so they can have something to look forward to instead of, you know, sitting in front of the television and not being successful in life. And um, and so it's a good program she has um, started um, in Georgia. And, you know, we would just like everyone to um, come and visit her and see what she's doing. And if you have a young lady, a little girl that's needing some mentorship, um, we we teach the young people how to drive. We teach um, the young people. I have a son that has autism, and um, he's capable of driving now. And now he he just got his CDL. So there's um, a lot of possibilities that if you start off the children when they're young, they can flourish. And also with my ministry, I had a food pantry. Um, um, our, our food pantry is called New Heights Apostolic Ministries, my ministry, and in Georgia. And we fed our community for um, two years, and it doesn't matter if – you know what type of situation you're in. Uh, we don't we don't judge you. We feed you, and right. also we we have a ministry of um, housing um, adults if they, um, you know, just out on their luck or whatever the situation is, and so that's our ministry. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, can you can you give your full name and give some uh, contact information, how they can contact you, how they can get in contact with Janicia, uh, so that the people can know how to uh, contact you? Okay. My name is Karen Prince, and my phone number is 678-381-9381. And Janicia, you can contact her. Well, well. Um, have a Facebook page, or do you have a, a, a email or something they can get in contact with you? Yes, my email is 
the letter K, Prince Ministries at yahoo.com. That's K P R I N C E M I N I S T R I E S at yahoo.com. And my Facebook is Karen Prince. Our co host has just come in. Uh, Mona, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, right. hello. Hello. How you doing? We have Miss Karen. She's on the line with us today, and she's talking about the program that they're trying to get started for our young women. And uh, and uh, and and so and so and so, uh, Mona, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and introduce yourself right quick, and then Karen, we're going to come back to you. Okay. Hello, hello. My name is Mona Solomon. Um, I am just a girl. I have lots to say about lots of things. I am a I have a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, and um, everybody has a story. I have a healthcare background. I have a medical research background. I'm currently in corporate America now, um, doing different business aspects and just trying to make a change and be an impact with people's lives and paths I cross to be better, motivated, inspired, encouraged, and just to share with each other in the village to be strengthened be better well on that on that note on that note month you know this week georgia uh had its vaccine day where everybody was coming out to get the vaccine what is your what is your opinion about that because goodness have... goodness yes mm-hmm. um seems like this has been a conversation for me almost daily um and also with the johnson and johnson now coming out with the one dose um first and foremost The vaccine, the mRNA vaccine type, is the research I used to do, uh, one of the the research studies I used to do back in 1990. So it's technically not new technology. We've known about the RNA and DNA in our bodies. Um, It is not going to stop uh, the transmission because you can still be a carrier, you can still be a passer, and our kids are now, they're saying, I think, over 16 can get the vaccine, but I, I'm as for me in my home, we are not getting the vaccine because I do think it was a little bit of a, if you create the fear, then everybody reacts. And what they've created is a lot of other things we could get into, but um, it's not going to necessarily drop the numbers. It doesn't mean we should stop masking. We need to keep distance, everything, as well as this is just a very, very terrible, lethal, if you will, uh, flu. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I've never taken a flu shot except one, one year when I had to, and I was sicker than a dog. <laughs> you know, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me shoot something in there right quick. You know, okay. With, with, I, I've been talking with a lot of my uh, veteran friends, soldiers that served with me in the 549th MP company. Um, Back in the back in the early '80s, and um, and I did 21 years in the military, so that you know that seemed like yesterday. But you know, I was talking with them about how you know, as soldiers, they vaccinate us every time we get ready to deploy, every time we get yeah. ready to do something, you know, and we didn't even know what they were shooting in our in our arm. We just yeah. lined up and they just shot us, you know. Yeah. We don't know how that altered us. And then all of a sudden, everybody started coming up with uh, 
with uh, what do they call that, uh, diabetes. Everybody started coming yep. up with all of these different cancers and different, but we never thought to contribute that back to some of these vaccines that we were taking, uh, you know, because we didn't know what they consisted of, didn't care. We just got in line and did what they told us to do. Okay, so so what would be the long-term effect of the coronavirus vaccine? We don't know. Uh, uh, and and yeah. they haven't they haven't given us enough studies or enough information about it uh, to go into that. So so I'm not criticizing anybody that's already taken the vaccine or anything like that. Sure. But again, I I, I agree with, uh, with with Mona that you know, as for me and my household, we mm-hmm. are not a vaccine. Okay, yeah. Karen, can you can you come back and uh, finish up on what you were saying about uh, about you and Janicia, what y'all are, what y'all are getting ready to do with our young ladies? Um, yes, um, Pastor. Um, like I was saying, um, we see a lot of young our young people um, at a young age strung out on drugs, and all we're trying to do is grab them before um, the streets grab them. And so we're trying to, <clears throat> like the word says train up a child in the way they should go, and then they, they won't depart from it. So we're trying to grab them in their youth so okay. we can, yes, so we can train them, teach them, and try to, you know, perfect their crown. And, and we have a saying, um, girl, hold my hand, and let me, let me, let me carry you um, to a level that you don't have to depend on Billy Bob or or whatever to get you where you need to be. You can be um, sound and um, and and have a have a foundation of the Word of God and the truth to lead mm-hmm. you. And, and and then when you're fully uh, built up, if a man come along, you know you you can soundly um, take his hand. Instead of, you know, you marrying a guy and then you're in a bad situation and you're taking abuse because you don't have anything to offer. So we're yeah. just trying to grab the young ladies um, at at a young age. Okay. Amen. Amen. Yes. Come on, come and, on, Monica. <laughs> you you feel me? You feel me getting started up, right? Yes, right, did. right. <laughs> so first and foremost. Um, Thank you. Yes, absolutely. And that is something also just dear to my heart for the youth across the board and more so for women because men, people, businesses, corporate, whatever it is, they have preyed upon them thinking them to be weaker. Yes. Um, it was it was interesting. And so, again, in a COVID situation, you know, neighbors and I, we always do try to talk and things and we do the fire pit on the driveways. But this topic this very topic came up because mm-hmm. my immediate neighbor has a 16-year-old girl, and I was right. absolutely impressed with, uh, raised by a single mom, absolutely impressed. And she was communicating different things in the school that my son also goes to, but we are virtual, about the drugs, about you know right. what's going on, about all these different things. And we were talking about different things. What causes somebody to fall prey versus somebody who doesn't. And it is the home. It is the confidence. It is the prayer. It is just having that grounding that knows 
I will get past this because we're in a hopeless society, if you will, these days because we want to all, you know, say, oh, because of this, oh, because my, I'm, I'm sick, oh, because even because ra- being raised by a single parent, you know, any right. of these things should and, and is supposed to make us strong. God knows exactly our stories, that dash of our lives before we were even born. So he knows if he's going to bring it into one girl or one child's life because you're a single child now, single parented child, um, less than um, financially, whatever it is, community, um, wherever you live, whatever you have, he did that. And we have to impart that to our youth and to our children that that is for you to glorify him. Stand strong and turn turn that story around, that dad. Yes. He didn't he didn't write the end date. He mm-hmm. wrote and it's up to you to write that dash. So we well, can change it. I go ahead, well, sorry. Ladies, let let's let's talk to the parents out there because they they may not be aware and, and when we when we repost this broadcast, it's gonna go out it's gonna go out to thousands of people. And and we're talking about people that don't even know, okay, uh, that these 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 young people now they're into these pills they're into these pills and these pills are heart shaped they are they are uh, you know very attractive they're different colors and, yeah. and and they don't even know they don't even know what's coming inside of their houses so what can we tell these parents out here and I will defer to the um, wise one <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, uh, uh, Karen. You can come in. Yes, Karen. Oh yes. Uh, like I, I was saying, if we um, if we grab the children at at a young age, and we have to just actually go in their bedrooms and and check to see because we don't. If if you come from back then, you know, <laughs> it was definitely different. The drugs are different. You know, yeah. the compartments are different. So. My recommendation is you have to go to their bedrooms and and look fine tooth everything and look and see hey oh this is not what kind of pill is this I mean, it's like a detective and it's and it's bigger than that I don't I'm not cutting you off I'm yes. adding to it because it's bigger than that even from a standpoint of social media they have oh, yeah. their own devices and computers and there, oh, yeah. you know, whether it's whether it's on a bigger picture. I mean, I'm probably not necessarily a detective, but I want to <laughs> give my child yes. the, the independence to grow into. But it's also in a in a proven and an earned, you know, um, span. So right. just because you're 13 doesn't mean you now have this, this, this. No, no, no. When you show me responsibility. When I see, and there are apps out there that can actually see, if you're on the same calling plan, you can see what different apps they're accessing and the time, the screen time. You know, and those are the kinds of things that starts way before the pills. Sometimes the pills time is not too late, but it starts. It's the friends they hang out with. It's all those things that we have to be, first and foremost, involved with our children. Yes, we have to yes. have those conversations. We have to bring them to God. And guess what? If you can't go to church, okay, but you can pray every day. Yes, you can yes. discuss and talk about what that is 
who that is, what that yes. looks like, and why, why we yes. do that. I mean, whether it's even a lot of what I see from people and talking to other parents, because even, even when we used to do things with play dates, if you will, back in the day mm-hmm. when they were younger, and I would ask them, do you have guns in the house? And right. if they said yes, I'm not judging. Okay, the date will be at my house. Exactly. Because I don't need, and, and a lot of times parents are so far removed that they don't put that two and two together. And, and right. here we find out about different accidents. We find right. out about whether it's a gun or just influence. And, oh, right. this kid has all these computers and videos and, you know, and they're going out there. It's like, but I want, you know, children to think more deliberately with their choices. That doesn't right. mean you can't have fun. But again, right. understand, you know, and, and even with on another outside, like with sports, my child right. does different kinds of sports. In fact, uh, we're at sports now, um, but um, different kinds of sports. And yeah, I'm talking to the other parents. I'm talking to the coaches. And even from right. a very simple, it's a sport, yes. But let's not mask yeah, yeah, that, oh, my you. kid does, yeah, yeah my, really my kid crazy. does sports and it's all good. No, no, no. Careful, right. because, again, we have to teach them confidence inside. Where we yes. have a problem sometimes is the parents either can't be bothered. Right. They don't want to get involved. Uh, don't, maybe don't know how to get involved, and that's fair. But don't want to yes. get involved. But any, also, that, if that parent is missing something, and, again, not on a judgment standpoint, but we have to be complete in parenting to admit yes. when we've done wrong, led wrong, told wrong, advised wrong, or maybe yes. not wrong or right, but just open yourselves up as parents to learn right. from other people. We are stronger in number, yes. and, and the village is truly there. So my experience might be different than my neighbor's experience. But we, right. can, we, were, we were sharing yesterday about different things, and this is what happened for us. This is what happened to them. This is great. Oh, I can learn from that. Okay. We have mm-hmm. to be open. And that's the other thing is we get into our house, we close the door, we put our right. garage down, we're done. But guess mm-hmm. what? Life happens outside those doors. And yes. when you got to go to school and the restaurants and even stores, whatever it is, see, now you go, you could get caught in a crossfire of uh, somebody mad and wants to start shooting up people. Right. But if you had more of the thought process of, is it safe? Should right. I do it? Do I need to do it? Is it dark out? Is it a safe area? Whatever it yeah. might be. And, and just talking. I mean, there are so many resources out there these days. Heck, yes. online shopping. That was for a reason. And if it means keeping people safe, keep them safe. Exactly. You know? So we have to be really together and share with each other's stories because I don't want to think I've done everything. Um, I've been exposed to everything. And so if I can learn from other people, as especially as a parent, I'm a single mom. So especially right. as a parent, so I had to defer and say, whoa, 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 what do I do? And now it's a different mm-hmm. age. Oh, my gosh, what do I do at this age? I got through potty training. Now what? You know, whatever right. it is, we have to keep open. Um, I just went through a few different um, experiences with school. We got, a, we got even a message. Um, Atlanta typically is in the top three sexual trafficking cities in That's the country. Right. That's right. And we got an email from the schools because – we're close to what would be considered the downtown area of our um, suburb. We are in the suburbs, but mm-hmm. still a downtown area with shops and restaurants. And kids want to, you know, hang out on a Friday after school, just walk there 
and hang out. The principal sent a note and said to all parents, look, they're going at their own discretion. You need to, you know, talk to your kids and keep in mind these and also um, they're not about beach stores and restaurants have, have sent complete to the Okay, you're breaking, you're breaking they're up. Taking, you're they're breaking. taking away. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you clearly now. Is that better? You're... Okay. Okay. I'm staying in the same place. I just literally turned, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, they even said, like a lot of the, the stores and restaurants said they can't come in here. Because, see, they're, they're intimidating or, you know, if people are going to make the choice to go dine at that restaurant or even on the patio and they see these kids, they're thinking, nope, don't want to go there. So, mm-hmm. again, that's also taking revenue from that restaurant. So I totally understand it and said, hey, parents, by the way, we're not responsible for if your kid is, you know, picked up for, for trafficking and hoisted and, you know, overpowered, whatever it is. And you kind of yeah. think, you, even for kids to make good choices of the friends they pick, mm-hmm. because, you know, I mean, if somebody says, oh, I'm going over here, I know people, um, stories. In fact, interesting, um, last night, again, not to change the subject, but I don't know if anybody remembers that story back in Aruba with the young lady uh, graduating from Birmingham um, High School. Mm-hmm. Um, Susan Hollowell. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I was on the I plane. I was on the plane with that graduating class there and back. Wow. And I could not believe on the way back because I, you know, of course didn't know. I thought they were the, a rude, rude bunch of kids. Right. Um, and I won't go into details, but on the way back, I could see that, you know, everything I was sitting now beside her cousin because he mm. was calling the parents on those phones that used to be in the headrest. Right. And I said, what seems to be the problem? And he explained what happened, and they were still thinking she just wanted to go away from the group and drinking and this guy and everything, you know, whatever. And I said, really? I said, because back in my day, if you would have said, I'm going to go hang out with this guy in a, in a strange country and mm-hmm. said, I'm going to go hang out with this guy and whatever it was your intention was, drink, have, you know, sexual relations, whatever it was, we would have all, we're going yeah. to, we'll watch. Exactly. And you would think twice about doing it. But these days, it's all about independence. It's all about mm-hmm. entitlement. It's all about I know everything. And that's because right. of the media that we have with videos, with songs, with, you know, even just the language. Um, and, and schools took prayer out of school. And teachers right. don't want to get involved. And parents say, you know what, it's my time now. I need to go have some fun, you know, whatever it is. So we've got to pull our youth back in especially our girls, because they want to be loved. And Mm -hmm. if they think that love is in that way, they are, you know, wrongly, wrongly mistaken. Um, and, and, And nothing we can possibly say by folding them or have you, it's, it's, it's reaching inside of them to bring out that confidence that they will say, they'll be the ones that say, no, not going. Exactly. They will be the one. Yeah. Just like, the gentleman at the different context, but the gentleman at public, when he saw somebody with a rifle in his pant leg, mm-hmm. and he went and told the manager to call the police. Right. You know, exactly. that we have to do that. We have to get help. We have to 
as heck with everybody with a cell phone, we can all dial 911. That's right. So, you know, and but, but for Texas, for, sorry, for Atlanta to be in the top, and interestingly enough, they know, government knows, but mm-hmm. they dare, they dare not turn away that revenue because the revenue especially they, they had tra- targeted um, and noticed the, I believe it's called the World, they rebuilt the World Congress Center on the way to the airport. I think right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's hotels and stuff. They said that was targeted number one because when businessmen are traveling in and out, that's the hotel that, that those ones right there on that string are being utilized. It's like, well, if you know this, why wouldn't you shut it down or stand out there with the rest? Like, why wouldn't you? And I see it on a different end from the corporate side of insurance because we see all those claims. And, you know, the Holiday Inns, the roadside motels, whatever they are. Like, why aren't we going after them? Because you knew who checked in. Mm-hmm. You knew who gave you the revenue to, to buy a, 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 to get a hotel room. So right. it's, our use is, is part, and we have to give them love and support and mm-hmm. just, um, yeah, so... It's unfortunate, and it is a it is a million dollar. Everything's a money driven thing. But let me let, well, we're talking about money. Let me ask you, since you all, because I want to ask you all a question, right? Because because um, you know I have I have a military uh, police background, and you know I worked several years in counter drug operations and stuff like that. So I was in the streets. I mean, I was, you know out there, you know, out there. Um and and when you're talking about when you're talking about money, okay, and you're talking about these 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 big wigs coming into town for these conventions and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a strange thing. That these men they don't want a a grown woman. They don't want a woman like in her thirties or forties or or twenties. Nope. Okay. They want the young women, and they're paying as much as $300 to $500 a WAP, okay? Now, how do you tell these young girls, 16, 17, or 15 years old, okay, that's making $300 every time they lay with a man? If they lay with men in one day, that's $900, okay? Mm. Now, the mama ain't making that kind of money. Daddy right. ain't making that kind of money. But they are but that money gives them power and influence. They can get their hat on, get their nails done, they can buy whatever they want. They got money. Okay. And yeah. yes, okay, the the degrading act of, of of the sex, you know, they, they they glorify that. They glorify that. Um and, and they talk about oral sex like it's nothing, like it's holding hands or, or kissing. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so, so how do we how do we how do we deal with our young women in that respect? Of, you know, because the money is out there, y'all. What do you tell these young girls? Like I was saying, um, if we instill the truth in a young person and let them know their value as a young lady, and teach them. Um, different aspects like come on now we're talking about okay if they go to work and get a job in mcdonald what is that seven 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 dollars an hour as opposed to you know a yeah. hundred or three hundred dollars for 15 minutes yeah. go ahead right 
Yeah, I, I'm not saying get a job at McDonald's. I wouldn't. I wouldn't um, teach a young lady how to um, serve burgers. I would teach her how to open a business and um, okay. and things like that, so she can be equipped. You can't be equipped really working at McDonald's. I mean, it, it's something to get a job like that if you if you need be, but when we when we take these young girls in, we want to teach them qualities, teach them how to um, be a designer. We're not talking about no okey-doke stuff. Like I said, I have 12 children, 10 boys and two girls, and oh, I wow. taught my, yeah, and my, my mm-hmm. daughter that has Down syndrome, I taught her at a, at a young age how to drive, and she'll be driving this year at 15. And my son, that's 21, he has autism. And I went before a judge for Social Security, and they said, okay, nobody with autism drives. Nobody with autism have a job. So no more Social Security for him. He's capable of making the decisions in life for himself. So if you equip a child, and now he just got his um, CDL license to drive a semi-truck okay. with autism. So if you keep God first and instilling these children, now I could have babied him and I homeschooled him. I took him out of school because they were locking him in closets and different things like yeah. that because he oh, couldn't oh, handle yeah. it. And he, he would come over here to the house, and I didn't know what was going on. He was climbing on top of the roof. And climbing trees, you know, acting like a monkey. And I didn't even know that's what it was. I didn't know that that was autism at the time. Until one of the sisters from the church, Phyllis Hatcher, she owns a restaurant in Covington in Conyers, Georgia, down here. Um, Something about lemons. And um, Mm -hmm. everything lemons, that's what it is. And so she told me, she said, God told me that, your son is not speaking. He's not talking. And I think he was about two, and he was very erratic. He, you know, he would he would run from from his father, run from me, and we would grab his arm. And he was so strong, he would yank his arm, and the doctors would have to put his arm back in in, in place numerous mm. times. And so I had to close my hair salon at the time, sit him down, and say. I'm going to homeschool you, but I interacted with him, and I said, I'm, the first thing I'm going to teach you is how to sit down. Just sit down. Sit down for an hour. So he had to he had to learn basics, just basic learning how to sit down. Okay. Because he would run through the house, or he would punch people, and that was how he talked. He talked with his fists. But then once I homeschooled him and a teacher saw his uh, artwork, um, my sister, she was a a substitute teacher. She got the paperwork and sent it to a teacher, and the teacher said, this boy does not have autism. He he knows how to draw. Wow. Wow. And so they were in tears. It was in tears. She said, well, now I can teach the children um, by using art. Just right. just teaching them how to draw. 
Yeah, to express so themselves because sometimes they get that out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. So it's amazing oh, the techniques that we use. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. and I think on on your point too, I'm sure he felt more empowered to be able to do that and express himself. I do think everything comes from yes, everything you've mentioned. Um, but first and foremost, it's self-love and, it is. Um, for, our, for our youth because when they know that, feel that, believe that, and it comes in time. It's going to take time. Um, it is. It doesn't mm-hmm. fall from the tree. And, and parents can love their children. That doesn't right. mean that child knows self-love um, exactly. first and foremost. But when that comes from there, then they know to make good choices. They exactly. know if it, you know, their future. So when you mentioned even McDonald's or not, no, it's a matter of if they have that self-love, just like my neighbor, um, she's got a 16 year old and, and homeschooling with virtual and no, no problems, you know, financially or anything like that. But that's not the point. Love is love. Self-love is confidence. Still, it is not a a tax bracket thing. It is not even a race thing, but when, when a parent is involved, when it can kind of foster and even that water that, just like watering the grass to make it green, water that right. confidence, whether it's a compliment, yeah. whether it's encouragement, whether it's support. And and you have to, you know, um, um, again, train your child in the way they should go. Yeah, there's going to be rules. You're going to be right. in punishment if you don't follow the rules, period. That's, that's life. But right. those right. kids, you know, even when you talk about, I mean, we can take this, you know, self-love so many ways, because even, even yeah. with relationships, you know, mm-hmm. when people, we were just talking about this also, um, when you get into a marriage, a relationship, what have you, um, should we look for people who complete us or add to us? And I was the right. one, hands up, add to us. I don't add need to, to complete me, because I'm complete, right. and I'm not right. perfect. So, right. so similarly, in children, when they have the self-love, they're not mm-hmm. looking for a friend that makes them feel better, a even a whether it's a job, whether it's the Nike shoes they're wearing, whether it's uh you know, whatever it is that makes them complete playing video games, even cursing or listening to some rap music, whatever it is, that doesn't mm-hmm. make them complete. And if right. they right. have love, they will realize how to conduct themselves in a way right. that is very, you know, um, telling of themselves and who they are. And I think we lose that, you know, back to the sex, um, Pastor Gant, when you mentioned mm-hmm. that, you know, the price, the cost-wise, you know, income-wise, if you will, um, you know, yes, think about it too. They took that away too where parents don't necessarily have to have that sex ed talk with their kids because guess mm-hmm. what? They came up with an HPV vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking asking the doctor, because my son is of the age, and I said, let me ask you one thing to the doctor. Looked him straight in the eye, and I said, if you can cure sexually transmitted diseases and cancer, you should be able to heal the world. Am I right? right. That's he looked right. at me and he said, I cannot argue with you. And I said, let mm-hmm. me ask you this question. Are you giving it to your kid? He said, no. Right. The doctor. The doctor said that. Because to me, that's going to replace having that conversation. And I said, we're not getting it either. I'll have that 
be responsible because it's not just a physical act for Father It's a, a, a act from from the heart that means something, and it should. Now, granted, you put the first person you're ever with. No, but that's those conversations again, and that relationship you have with your kids. And if our youth, if our women, girls are thinking that somehow replaces that, I mean, I know many people, I'm sure you guys do too, that they've stayed in a relationship um, because they just wanted somebody, because they just wanted to have a child, whatever it was, and they're there, and, and not so good situation, but people are staying in relationships, marriages, um, you know, abusive, not, not, you know, those kinds of things, because they just think that, you know, when and if that physical act happens, it's all good. It's okay. And that's what we need to deprogram and reprogram at such a young t- I mean, look at the, look at the, I think there was something, I mean, gosh, it's almost daily looking at the um, women. There was a 40-year-old, 50-year-old man with a 12-year-old girl. You know, these are the things. And, yeah, we need to make, why, are, why aren't these all over the news? Yeah, but you know? but back in the day, but back in the day, but back in the day, you know, they married like that. They married. They married yeah. young. Because life was so hard. Uh, you know, on I, I think my grandmother, uh, she was married at like thirteen, and I mean, she was cooking, cleaning, doing, and all that stuff. You know, and and uh, and but they died at an early age, also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, both the babies they had, they had those babies at home. That was a different time. Now we're living yeah. in a time where. Where they don't look at that as acceptable, uh, you know, for them to be marrying at that age. But, but, uh, but you know, but we we Not got we marriage. Have, yeah, we have so many things. We have so many things that are going on now, where yeah. where we we're talking about we're talking about uh, we're talking about uh, with the the okay. Let me let me go into this. Okay, we we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about our young girls and our young people and stuff like that. Well, okay, we're still dealing with racism, and we're still yeah. dealing with. Yep. And it, yep. I mean, this is 2021, okay? Mm-hmm. And we have a governor downtown that just mm-hmm. blatantly, blatantly, he uh, you know, signed these signed these bills and in, 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 into action that are contrary. To everything that we've worked for for the last sixty years for mm-hmm. civil rights and human rights concern, and I wanted to get y'all opinion on that before you know before we before we get too late in the broadcast. What how do y'all feel about this voter suppression that just went on? Well, you totally changed gears. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah, but first and foremost, I do want to say we are in a new age, but even like keep in mind. Right before the elections, the racism, of course, racism has always been around before the elections and all the, even COVID. Remember, we were in a Me Too, you know, for feminism. They always have to create something to distract and take it away. So, you know, but everything at its helm, at its core, is still all revenue-based. You know, keep in mind, our ex-president, I mean, he had how many even um, Me Too type 
lawsuits and claims against him. You know, but it didn't matter. Just brush it under the rug. So here we are again. On the on the voter suppression, yeah, I, I had just posted on Facebook. I had just posted, well, if, if Kemp wants to do that, Biden needs to start exercising his executive order authority. And, and they, because they also closed the voting places that were used well, people are working. You breaking up? Uh oh, uh oh. So I'm not sure when I got out, but um, I, you know, I'm just, I just said Biden can use his executive order and make make election day, voting day, a national holiday. So if you want to close them instead of seven to seven, make them nine to five, and people have to get to work. Guess what? Make it a holiday. Everybody can just go stand in line. And then they made it illegal to give water to people standing in line. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Forget, take, at the very least, any line. That's just kindness. Yeah, that's love. So it's just, it's just unbelievable. So we have to stay strong. We have to do what it takes, whether it's signing petitions, signing protests, or not signing protests, but, you know, um, yeah, this is, this is, I do think, you see Stacey Abrams is running in 2022. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So um, it's not, it's not done. And when that first came out, I said, it's not done. And now, yesterday, in fact, Biden was talking to Stacey Abrams. So it was known that they were having a conversation. I said, I bet they are. So it's it's not done, and I hope everybody fights not for this race or that race, but for people. And that's what I'm not a socialist, but many countries that are social countries, it has nothing to do with social and just give handouts, as everybody wants to say. It's about the people. Socialism is about the people. People miss that point. Right, right. Yep. Well, I think we need to just, um, I know it's hard with the pandemic going on. A lot of people haven't received their stimulants. And so it, it's real frustrating. And also about the guy that shot up the um, yeah. the massage parlors. Yeah. It, it's just frustrating. Um, a lot of people, it's frustrated. And they don't know how to express themselves. If they weren't yeah. taught how to express themselves as children, they're not going to know how to express themselves as an adult. Sure. Yeah. Well, and well I, I was I was I was criticized again, y'all. You know, <laughs> you know they always always don't like me because of my opinions. Never agrees with theirs. You know they approach me about, hey, Pastor Gant, we need to get out here to support the Asian community and this and that. Right. And I told I told them not only no. But hell no. <laughs> and they were like, What? They were like, What? I was like, Yes. I said, We got these we got these uh Korean, Iranian, Japanese whatever yeah. Oriental people. They 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 come to our neighborhoods, they open up these stores, they open up these beauty shops, they open up I mean, these mm-hmm. open up these businesses in the black community and they give nothing back to the black right. community. And I said, okay, so y'all really want y'all really want me to come out and speak about this? I don't right. think so, because, because you're not gonna get what you're not gonna hear what you want to hear, and I'm not I'm not I'm not one that's gonna follow behind, you know, everybody because 
this is now saying, oh, they came and they shot these Orientals and, and, and uh, you know, people from Oriental, Asian background. Mm-hmm. And they've been shooting us down every day. Uh, every yeah, day. I was going to say, what about Black Lives Matter? That's yeah. right. How many of them have come out to support? And, and uh, granted, y'all, now, we have, when we throw these marches and protests, we have people from every ethnicity that's out there you mm-hmm. know, that care. And, but for the mm-hmm. most part, that 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 uh gas station on the corner there, uh, we don't know who back there. Iranian, Pakistani, what? Okay, mm-hmm. what did they do to our community? What did they do for what did they do for the community that they're serving? All right, I'm gonna kick it back to y'all. Uh, about you still there, Mona? Or you had to go. I am. I am. Yeah. No, I'm here. Um, I I'm gonna agree. 100% because yes I mean it's not it's not a black Asian Indian anything it is all lives matter but if one you know group wants to say how about us how about us look what happened okay well then guess what it's again it's back to the complete equality across the board not okay this shouldn't happen no it shouldn't but guess what it shouldn't happen here it shouldn't happen there. It shouldn't happen anywhere because everybody is here and came here for the betterment of their lives and this country and got through many, many may be illegal. Remember the, remember the darn wall? Yeah. See, if we would have yeah. saved the money from the wall, that didn't need to happen because, again, if your borders are not, you know, the way and following procedures the way they are, then you don't need a wall. You need to follow procedures. But all lives matter, and even a lot of the protests in our area when the Black Lives Matter, of course, was the core at the forefront, um, you know, a lot of the signs were all Black Lives Matter, but all lives matter, or all lives matter, you know, and including black lives. So it is. It's all. And I I did see the, the camaraderie quickly behind the Asian community. I'm all for it. But guess what? Whatever happened with Black Lives Matter, because we're not going to distract and do something else now. There's no coincidence, if you will, that the person who was in the public, in my area, um, there's no coincidence that he was African American, because everybody's tired. And they're saying, you know what? Enough is enough is enough. And he would have been taken out had it not been at a public because then it would have been all kinds of witnesses. Right. So, yes, go ahead. All right, Karen, come on. Yeah, so I, I really appreciate um, um, my father. Uh, he was a very strong man, but he died of COVID last year. Oh, God. He went over to my sister's house to pray for her because he's a bishop, a pastor, and you know how, how strong the men were. You know, I'm going to pray for you. I'll be over there in a minute. He went over there to pray for me, and she had COVID, and and they died like a week before, a couple weeks before. And um, so he was a very strong man. He would, he would tell us to fast and, and pray, and, and I didn't understand it. Um, we would walk to school, and he didn't drive us to school. I mean, you know, unless he was extremely far. But, you know, that independence and um, the power within us, he, he put it in us to, yeah. um, to be strong. And he, 
he raised 13 kids. And so that's where I got it from. And his sister had 22 kids. So, wow. Yeah. They just raised us to be strong people. And a lot of people nowadays, you know, a, a child would say, I'm just going to get on drugs because that's so easy. Right. And I thought yeah. that one of my sons that had got in that field of, you know, listen to the children or at the school. And he was so smart. He was um, in college and in high school at the same time, dual enrollment. But he said the children would just ask him if he wanted drugs for free. Yeah. So yeah. When, when, you, when you're telling your child, mommy and daddy love you, or, you know, we love you. Yeah. And when you send your child to a school that tells you, we love you too, here, try this. How, how do yeah. you... How do you fight against that? Mm-hmm. You see your child walking around in a daze, and you don't know what's going on with my child. I'm mm-hmm. giving them love, giving them support, but somebody else yeah. is giving them so-called love. A different, yeah. A different kind of love. Yeah. So I think know, we have to educate them, too, because you have to do things. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Because tell, talk to them about drugs. The first oh, thing, yes. you know, when we were in kindergarten, right. 22 kids, the yes. teacher, because I tried to befriend the teachers to learn and be right. involved, right. 16 of 22 kids were on Ritalin for ADD exactly. in kindergarten. And so, again, you create that drug right. you know, dependency. So whether it's that, whether it's you got an injury in something and now it's right. opioids, whether it's, exactly. what, oh, but try this one. Now, this one on the street, oh, but try this. Yes. So, and they're everywhere. And don't think because they're in, um, you know, affluent, more affluent areas that Mm -hmm. they're protected. They're not. They're some of the worst schools um, out there. And Mm -hmm. even from, you know, do I want, do you want, I'm sure, your kids to go to good schools? Sure. Um, Do I want them to go to the best schools? No. I'm not a proponent of the best of the best because what comes with that is pressures is bullies, is all kinds of intimidation, whether it's from sports or academics. We've seen it all. There's movies all over the place, Netflix, thank God, TV, where they are emulating what they're seeing. There's some great stuff about these from drugs to, you know, all kinds of stuff. And the pressure, my son, who, again, just in middle school, an eighth grader got arrested, an eighth grader for selling drugs on campus, marijuana. And again, you know, whether we can say that's not bad, that is bad, he's eighth grade. You got to know. You got to know that parent knew if he wasn't one also doing it to try to make some side money, whatever. But again, we got to have these conversations. A lot of people just forget it. We saw people Mm -hmm. yesterday in the downtown area, like I said, and I thought, wow, we just got that email from the principal of our school. Why aren't parents listening and learning and reading? There was a ton of kids, you know, still in the downtown area. And I thought, okay, I guess the trafficking means nothing to you. I guess the drugs. Because where comes trafficking? Comes drugs, too. Where comes all that stuff? Yeah, all of it. Because, again, they have to make a person dependent on them feel good, feel love, like you mentioned, on the outside. And and maybe you had an argument with your kid. And so the kid's feeling low and mad and upset right. and right. mad at you and thinks you're the, you know, the meanest parent ever. You know what? Right. 
that that's the easy target. And we have to have those conversations. Hold on, my. Yes, ma'am. Uh, sir, sorry. Yes, sir. We're down to our last uh, six minutes, four minutes of broadcast. So I wanted to give you all the chance to uh, tell the people about how they can get in contact with you. And if you have any projects coming up, uh, tell them about it. And I'm going to ask you to go for it. Okay. Um, like I was saying, like I was saying with New Heights Ministries um, and also with Genesia um, before me, um, girl, hold my hand. We do have a project coming up um, soon. You can reach us at 678-381-9381. If you need a mentor for your daughter, um, please give us a call, Genesia and I. And my name is Karen Prince. And my email Beautiful. is kprinceministries at yahoo.com. And my sister is also, um, she wrote a book, The Power Within, the Holy Spirit, Dawn Kellum. So um, with, with working with us, um, we're, we're excited about building um, these young girls up. So they won't have to um, go to the left. So, okay. amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes, yes. my name is Mona Solomon. Um, I am on Instagram at Mona Solomon. It's S-O-L-I-M-A-N 246, as well as on Facebook, as well as I wrote a book called Lost and Found. It is on Amazon. Um, lost and found. It is a story about a mother's love to fight the fight worth fighting, and that is for her child, and as we all should be. Um, I hope to encourage, inspire, motivate, and we are all in this together, so we want to stay together and be strong. Thank you. Okay. That's our last 90 seconds. Mona, can you can you with uh there so that you all can uh together in the future. I'm sorry, now you guys went out. I missed that. Okay, I, I was saying you get uh Karen, uh so that y'all can get Yeah. Karen is Karen tell me your um Yahoo again. Um K Prince Ministries at Yahoo dot com. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Karen Prince on, yeah. on Facebook. Oh, excellent. Okay. I will I will friend you. Absolutely. Let's stay in contact and empower and encourage one another. Yes, for sure. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. All right, y'all. This is the Hope Radio Broadcast. Father God, thank you for radio broadcast. Thank you for our guest. Thank you. Give all the honor, all the glory. This is the whole truth. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 